Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Cole. As a leading functional medicine practitioner, I have had the unique position to see so many alchemize their pain and health problems to their purpose. Now I want the same for you. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers where there is a fresh infusion of grace and lightness into wellness. This is the art of being well. Join me every Thursday for a new episode. I've got visions in my head. People tell me that I'm crazy. I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence. People tell me that I'm burn out. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast. I'm your host, Kenzie Elizabeth. And truth be told, I think I honestly need a wellness check. I have actually resorted to using Instagram filters this weekend. And hear me out. Like, there's really nothing wrong with anyone using Instagram filters. I just never do. And for some reason, to me, that's like an equivalent of something is just off. Like, you know, when you do something random that there really isn't anything bad to it, but you just know personally that something is just not right within yourself. That's where I've been at. I was in LA all last week. We shot 12 shows in four days. I want to say eight of which are for my show. Everything is back in studio. That means the YouTube channel is fully up and running. If you guys want to watch these episodes, you guys can also watch them on YouTube. We are a YouTube show. What can I say? I'm a YouTube girl through and through. So if you guys want to watch any of the episodes, they're all available on YouTube. We'll have them in the description. But I was a very busy, booked and busy working gal. Um, don't worry, I did make time for Hot Pilates class, um, John and Vinny's and Chacha Matcha. Oh, and of course, Blue Bottle. But other than that, I was very booked. I was very busy. And now I'm very tired. And I actually went to a bachelorette this weekend in Scottsdale, which was super fun. Now I'm back home in the great state of Texas. And I just cannot believe how much was fit into one week. It was a busy week outside of a post-pandemic. I say that in quotes. I know that we're not completely... You guys understand what I'm saying. It would have been a very busy week regardless, but boy, oh boy, am I tired, guys. This is also a great time to say, you guys are probably so tired of me talking about being tired in my intros, and that's because I record those on Monday morning, and I'm so sorry. If you're not tired on a Monday morning, like, please tell me what you do. I would actually love to know. Anyways, just a nice PSA that I will no longer be recording these intros on a Monday morning because why am I complaining about being tired? It's very annoying. So I will stop after this week. Don't worry. But yes, wellness check me if I'm using Instagram filters. That's how you know something is off. No more intros on Monday mornings because I'm tired. And that's pretty much all I have to say. 
And yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, <laughs> okay, well, anyways, today we have Alicia and Ashley on the show. Oh, actually, I'll give you guys a little teaser at future episodes. You would know this if you follow me on Instagram because I really do a lot of BTS. I actually um, did three vlogs from LA that will be up this week as well. I recorded a ton in studio. So if you guys want more of like a feel for when I'm in the studio and like Jim Media and like the team's funny and stuff, you guys can go check out those vlogs or even like my old LA lifestyle, things like that. The videos are good. Go check them out. But for the show coming soon, we have obviously Alicia and Ashley today. We'll talk about that. We have TK and PK otherwise known as TK's Juicy Poles and Philip King. Jennifer Stone, Harper from Wizards of Waverly Place. I absolutely adore her. That's one of my favorite episodes. I think you guys will really like it. We have Jessa Hastings on, who's a great friend of mine. And we're talking about a lot of life advice for your 20s, which also, guys, another PSA. I know that I so publicly was spiraling about being in my 20s and them being so confusing and hard and blah, blah, blah. But I actually think I changed my mind. I think I like being 23 now. So thank you all for um, being my audience and having to listen through that. I really appreciate your time. But I think I'm fine now. And I actually really like being 23. Drew McDonald. Uh, we have a lot of people on. If you guys want to see, um, you guys can follow me on Instagram. Also, be sure to follow the podcast Instagram, YouTube. We're on TikTok, all that stuff. I'm just quite a digital gal these days, guys. But anyways, we have Alicia Marie and Ashley Nicole on. No longer Ash Nicole XO which is very sad. I have been friends with theirs for a very, very long time. Actually, fun fact, back in the day, the way that Taylor and Alicia even met was because Alicia, Taylor, and I would do like this Bible study randomly. That is how long ago this was. If you guys are unaware, Alicia and Ashley are huge YouTube content creators. They're on every platform. They both have really great, incredible podcasts. And they recently came out with Parallel Apparel, which is their new clothing brand. They really put an emphasis on feeling sexy as is. So the clothing size range is really large. I really love what they do. I actually just want to get straight into the episode, but I love talking to them about business. So we are talking business, we are talking confidence, and we are talking Parallel Apparel. So without further ado, let's welcome them on to the show. I'm here sitting with some icons. Oh my God. Icons. Yeah. The sister icon duo. The sister icon duo. <laughs> How is it working together, guys? Ooh. You guys always have kind of worked together, I guess. We yeah. have. Yeah. So a fun fact that not a lot of people know is Alicia started her channel forever ago. And um, I started working for her as like her videographer while I was in college. And so our, our plan you were was the like, original TK. I was the OG TK. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So our plan was to move out and we were both going to uh, college at the time. And I quit my job to do that move. And without even having to like go and find another job, like that job helping Alicia ended up being my full-time job all through school, which was great because I could make my own schedule and we just worked around my class schedule. It was nice for me. Cause I know you understand the first first year of doing this full time, you're so excited to have so much freedom with your schedule and quickly you learn working from home. It can be really hard to so be disciplined. Self -disciplined. Yeah. Yeah. And it was actually such a blessing for me because Ashley could only help me film around her school schedule. So if, which was wild, cause was I was like doubling up trying to get done. Oh yeah. You were years. taking so many units. So I was like, I graduated film. in two years. No, no, no. I, oh. so I did two years of community college yeah. and then two years at a four year. 
Um, but I had to like double up on a lot of courses to pass in time because I didn't want to pay for another semester because it was super expensive. So my plan was to just double up on all of my classes so and get busy. done. So I was like, I can be here between like two and five. I have a class at six tonight. And then it was like yeah. that for the entire week. It was wild. But they're booked and busy. Booked, booked and, and busy. busy. Yeah. I was living out of my car. Literally. <laughs> but it was so nice for me because I knew, okay, Tuesday after 12 is the only time I can film, you know, this week's video. And it did, I think it was a really good foundation of how we work today. Yeah. I think it was a great transitional period mm -hmm. for That's that work really ethic. Helpful yeah. For like structure. Yeah. Yeah. I want to start with the controversy. Okay. Ooh, Let's pricing. I've, yeah. I know you've already addressed this. I fully agree with everything that you're going to say, but let's just start with some controversy yeah. just to like spice <laughs> yeah. things up, add some drama, Ooh, you know, my cancellation. <laughs> um, yeah. So our, our prices are honestly, I think the lowest thing we have is in the mid 30 range and the highest price point is $119 for the sweatpants that Which I'm is also French. Similar. Alicia is sporting currently. Um, and I think a lot of people, a lot of influencers have done projects where they just slap their name on things, which is totally fine. Um, and I think a lot of people just kind of assumed this was also equivalent to the merch that I already have. So some people were just, just kind of conf confused, you know, why is it so expensive? And we explain in the full on documentary and I know not everyone watched that, but, um, you know, everything is ethically made here in Los Angeles. We went, were able to go in and touch the fabrics and feel the quality. Which and is such a rare thing. It's so rare. And, you know, everything being cut and so also, you can't just buy our pieces anywhere else. It's so not wholesale. It's not wholesale. Um, so I think after explaining that more so, people fully understood. And this, this whole company has been self-funded by both of us, which is really awesome, really terrifying, really <laughs> scary. It's very scary. Um, um, but that's also like, once you take all of that into account, then you kind of realize there's actually like a point we can't go below because then no, we I mean, can't create, we can't continue creating parallel. No, and to put it into perspective, I mean, we so blessed, we sold out within 24 hours Wild. of everything. Wild. And we didn't make money because we're still in, in the black basically, which yep. um, is part of a business, you know, and we, we, knew, we expected that. We expected that. And I think when it comes to merch, for instance, you know, I don't pay out of my pocket for someone to buy something. It's kind of made to order. We buy a whole bunch of items and then we're able to put our, our stamp on it, you know, do the designs and all of that. But I don't actually have to pay for that. But when it comes to, to this, because this is a production, we have to pay for the production of the clothes, even if they sell or don't. So yeah. that's what makes this completely and different. <laughs> and up front, yeah. Yeah. right? A large check. Yeah. Yes. People are also used to fast fashion and they don't understand that you can't just do those prices. Like that's just Keaton, when she started Twin Flames, one of my best friends had the same problem because people were like, this is so expensive. This is whatever. And also like, you don't know what other people are charging for the exact same things. Yeah. You know, it's just wild. I think it's great. I love Thank that you. it's ethically Thank made. You. I love the line guys. How do you feel having like another job title added? I'm not going to lie. I was very very excited to put co-founder <laughs> yeah, yes. of Parallel we Apparel. Like, do we change it at the same time? <laughs> In my Instagram bio. But I also will say this is so not just a fun, oh my gosh, I'm the CEO of this. I'm the co-founder. Like there's so much work that goes into it. So it definitely feels so well-deserved. There's so much that goes into it. And I feel like I really empathize even with just brands more. You know, I've worked with brands for, we both have, all three of us have worked with brands for years. Mm -hmm. And just seeing a little more of a glimpse onto the other side, I empathize so much more because this, you know, even every single PR, like 
that costs money out of your pocket, you know? And of course, of course, if you're gifting it, there's no pressure to post. Cause I understand that side as an influencer, right. you know, but then obviously you're hoping because it really does cost X, Y, Z money. And it's, there's just, there's a lot. So I really do. I think my own personal brand deals will actually be better now yeah. because I can empathize with brands. I've heard that from other people who have started brands. Really? Like, every single PR package, that's on my story now. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah, I'm like, look at the packaging. Look yeah. at this mailer. Like, it's so invested Thank in everything. You so much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember when you bought your house, you saying that that kind of gave you, I don't know if anxiety, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Oh, it did. Okay. So anxiety, <laughs> right? So obviously, like the money aspect of that. Yes. So when you are funding this, like, did that, did you have the same sort of feeling or was it different? It was a different type of anxiety. I think now it's a different level of pressure because we've hired employees too. So it's not just, oh, if I fail, I lose my money. It's I have to let go of other people who that who have made this their who life. Who have made this yeah. their life. You know, it's it's their income. And I do think that is a level of stress. And then what was more stressful to me was since we hyped it up so much, we've been working on it for two years. There were many, many times both of us had our own moments thinking, can I do this? Yeah. Like there's no going back, you yeah. know, obviously Actually, we could have yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, literally there the amount of times so I sat down to rebudget my budget. Yes. <laughs> Just looking at the numbers or even thinking, am I cut out for this? Can yeah. I actually do this? And doing it together, I think gave me a lot of security. You know, it was so nice being able to have my sister at my right hand, you know, going through the same thing. But yeah, I mean, it was just weird knowing we've, we've hyped it up so much. So if there is hate or if, if people don't receive it well, I can't just say, okay, well, never mind. Well, that's what I was going to say. I was curious if you would no think that this is a difference, like buying the house was a personal thing, but yeah. this is such a public, like yeah. on a pedestal. So like if it were to fail, I feel like that would be more stressful. And we had a lot of conversations around just the idea of failing or if it doesn't go well. And I, I honestly think we're, we're both in a time in our career where, you know, if, if I really do want to keep doing this for as long as I want to, which is not, you know, there's no end as of now that I'm seeing, uh -huh. we have to do more than just uploading YouTube videos, you know, yeah. like we, I, I know we're so talented when it comes to business, but it kind of comes to a point, how many videos about business can I make until I'm actually living step. my truth? And I'm, I'm, I'm doing things that are scary. Cause that's what it really comes down to. So yeah. we said we would rather fall forward than not fall at all. Mm -hmm. And we've already learned so much, so much. Oh, it's been quite the learning experience for sure. Yeah. At this point, you guys probably know. And if you didn't before, now you do. I am a huge matcha girl. I love making matcha from home. And I've actually recently switched over to using Pure Synergy for my matcha. And man, has that been a game changer? If you guys didn't know, Pure Synergy is your resource for organic, sustainable wellness. They provide the most pure and potent vitamins, superfoods, and herbal extracts made with organic ingredients without any chemical additives, fillers, or solvents. With Pure Synergy products, you'll feel good about what you're putting into your body and how it impacts the planet. You guys can be empowered to be your best self, take Pure Synergy products and radiate health from the inside out. I love them because they're not using any fillers or synthetic ingredients. There's no in quotes, natural flavor, sweeteners, artificial flavors, or unnatural preservatives. 
They have a more natural process. So all of their vitamins are whole food based and fermented. So they're absorbed just like food. Their super pure eco-friendly extraction method sets them apart. They have zero tolerance for chemical solvents and additives. All of their products are manufactured in their award-winning wind-powered certified organic facility in beautiful Utah. Because they make everything themselves, they have a very personal hands-on approach to everything they do. I love Pure Synergy products because they're really easy to just add to your routine. It's nothing too crazy or overwhelming, but I feel very empowered knowing that I'm taking care of myself. My favorite thing to do is make my matcha at around 3 p.m. I give myself a little work break. I go in the kitchen. I make my matcha with my pure synergy. I have an Instagram reel up on my Instagram, actually, if you guys want to see how I make it. Um, And it's just a nice little thing, a nice treat I give to myself during the workday that just makes me feel good. Wellness means something different to everyone, whether you're just starting a health journey or you're addressing a specific challenge, Pure Synergy wants to help empower you to embrace your well-being in mind, body, and spirit. Wellness is yours. For 20% off your first purchase of Pure Synergy, go to thesynergycompany.com and use code IOYSM at checkout. Again, that is thesynergycompany.com and use code IOYSM at checkout. All right, guys, let's get back to the episode. How do you deal with the fear of failing? I mean, it still terrifies me. (laughs) It It could still very much not go well. Oh, totally. (laughs) I think really going off of what we were just saying of, I think my naive self a few years ago would have only cared about my ego and cared that people saw that I failed, where now even though it's easy to slip back into that and think, oh my God, everyone's going to be like, you know, to not care about that. Because again, the knowledge I've learned is priceless. Mm -hmm. And if that meant, you know, maybe this leads me to my next thing that I do. And I'm able to have a successful business from that because of what I've learned, what to do and what not to do from parallel apparel. Mm -hmm. And even though it, you know, it it's sold out and it's great. Like that's amazing. But what else can we learn from this? You know? And even when I forget whose podcast it was, I remember listening to a podcast and someone was interviewing a huge businesswoman and she was describing her career and said for 10 years, a whole decade, she was at this one company and then totally pivoted and did a 180 to a completely different well-known company now that we would all know, like, let's say Coca-Cola, it's probably not, but the idea that everything's in phases was comforting to me. You know, the last 13 years I've been working on my YouTube channel now the next five years, what do I want to be working on? And maybe the next 10 years after that, I'm doing something completely different. But the one thing in common is my knowledge and what I'm learning, you know, and that can take you so many places. So I think a lot of us, especially what we've learned generationally of our parents feeling like, oh, I have to be in this one job for 60 years. Like that's not as much of a thing anymore. Obviously that's still a thing. But I think especially if you are in the business world, you have to accept the fact that most business ventures don't last that long or they're branched off or they're, or you do something else. I think that's something that I've been learning a lot. I think what it is, is is allowing yourself to be flexible, like when the bend and flow comes to like be willing to jump and do something different. Completely. Um, Cause it's, I feel like it's inevitable. Like it's going to happen at some point. Mm -hmm. I think that's also really freeing. So freeing because I can get really hard on myself or think this is forever or whatever. And the the idea I listened to a podcast where someone was saying this as well. I think I actually think it was like Ernie McManus or something, but that's someone who I really respect because he has so many different career paths and mm-hmm. he's changed. And I love people. I was talking to a friend yesterday and she was saying, you know, when I see like a 55 year old go and get like 
or PhD or something. Yes, I, think I it's love so it. Cool because you're not just like if you have a different interest, you should kind of like write that out and do mm-hmm. something else if you can't, especially when you're in digital and there's a lot of different business ventures. Yeah. I love the story about Patrick Starr helping oh, you guys. and giving you so much knowledge. I think that's so incredible because that's actually pretty hard to find. It is. He's a gem. How did that like impact the business and also almost like your outlook on the world? I feel like that's a <laughs> life changing experience. Uh, I wish someone caught on camera, me, Alicia and TK walking out of his apartment because we wish were we all vlogged. just like our eyes were huge. We were all just kind of like zombies like walking out because we had soaked up so much information he was sitting there just like going off and tk and i were in the back with our laptops like pounding notes like just like she was taking photos of the board i was trying to like verbatim copy exactly what he was saying because he was (laughs) spitting so much knowledge at us one of the smartest people i've ever met and also him having the the feel of being an influencer obviously changes that a lot too and the obstacles he's ran into and even when it comes to brands saying your brand is worth X, Y, Z and you being able to know how it works to get analytics and prove to them actually it's worth three times as more and then realize, oh, you're right. There's no PhD for influencing. And a lot of us are, you know, literally the OGs and the starters. And I think the second I also use that to my um, as a tool, as a tool, as a strength, instead of letting it make me feel old or irrelevant. Like I know or, some shit, you know what I mean? Dumb. Cause or, I feel yeah. like there is this kind of like innuendo of influencers, not really knowing yeah. like, the business side of things, like realizing that there's so much more than views, mm-hmm. you know, someone can come tomorrow go viral and have millions and millions of views. But even though my views on my channel are lower before I would have been like, Oh my God, no one cares, blah, blah, blah. I've learned to value things such as time. Mm-hmm you know, the experience, the, the way that I just understand how this world works, you know, also the community, the community that, yeah. going back yeah, to yeah. Patrick, views don't always equal engagement or no. I, mean, I guess technically, but like actual engagement with an audience. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. completely. Um, so Patrick star, well, around this time, there was a lot of, um, rework going into my team, like my personal brand team. And I realized, you know what, I can't depend on my manager, my agent, or, you know, anyone else to guide me. Like I need to rock the fact that I know I'm talented and I just need to be more of what I love being a boss ass bitch, but I can't just say that I have to be that, you know? So I randomly hit up a handful of other influencers who have their own brands. Like one was Jen M um, and one was Patrick Starr. And both of them were so amazing. And I sent Patrick a text saying, hi, I know this is so random. And I don't do this. I am very shy. I, it was really hard for me to do this because I was like, I don't want to bother you. I don't, (laughs) and you know, do you mind if I pick your brain for five minutes of just your brand? One size It's literally a worldwide seller. He's made over 10 million. Well, the brand has made over $10 million, super successful in Sephora. So I was like, any knowledge I can, I can learn from you. I would love. And he said, yes, come over to my studio. And I was so shocked. I thought it was just going to be a phone call. We go over one night, Ashley, myself, and TK. He whips out a whiteboard. I'm not kidding. And just starts telling me all the ins and outs of what it's like having a business. I went to school for business. I ended up dropping out. So I only have my associate's degree. What I learned from my community college years ago, like I know a little bit, but it was more, let's say, if you sell hats at the mall and like that type of business, you know? So there's a lot of things I know just from being in this world, but there's a lot of stuff I also don't know. So I was so 
in awe of everything he was sharing down to budgeting, you know, who's on his team, who's on his one size team, who's on his personal team, where, you know, we should go our vision, a brand Bible. Bible, I've never heard of a brand Bible before. And he just explained to me, you know, how you can pay up to $50,000 for someone to make a a brand Bible, which essentially is every single thing to know about your business to where if you hand it to a stranger on the street, an investor, your manager, anyone, they know everything about your brand, everything, everything who it's meant for. And you don't have to explain anything. And obviously I didn't have $50,000 to spend on a Bible like this, but I realized, holy shit, we need to make our own. Like, let's just do it. We can make this. I mean, he let us flip through his. He, sh- he was wow. like, do you want me to send like, you ours? Uh, like, we'll send it to you. Wow. And I was like, you could charge me so much yeah. money for this. Thousands and thousands of dollars of me just looking and you sharing all of this. And it was just so interesting. And honestly, he changed the complete road for parallel because by the end of that, by the end of that meeting, we knew we have to push this. We were supposed to launch in two weeks from there. And we were like, we are not ready. Like, I know I'm not ready. How far did you push it from that? October to uh, January. Yeah. It was supposed to come out spring of this year. And then it got pushed one more time to summer. It was weird because we all were ramping up for the launch mm-hmm. and th- this was kind of like a last minute meeting. The website wasn't done. Without even speaking or having any kind of conversation, all three of us, Alicia, TK and I, um, were walking out and we were like, it's got to go on hold. Like we're, we're nowhere it, near ready. And it we need to hire people. A, what the hell were we thinking that we were ready? Not only are we not ready, we're really not ready. And we don't then know anything. I felt like that opened up a safe space for me and Alicia to both at the same time be like, were you feeling anxious? And she was like, yeah, I was feeling anxious. And I was like, oh, I was feeling anxious. So much. Um, which is, I mean, just the way we felt then compared to going into this launch now is like night and day because night I felt day. like this last launch, I was like, I was ready. Everything was in order. There was a plan. And there was even a strategy. A, a long-term plan and strategy of what do we want this to be? You know, Mm -hmm. obviously we want to do it cool, but do we want it to be more of a boutique vibe? Do we want to be in store one day? Do we want to be worldwide? Like what's the game plan here? And we didn't have any of that, which is so embarrassing to say, because it's the first thing you should think of, but we really, we're just kind of going with the flow. And after that, we realized, you know what, we want this to be a multi-million dollar business. We're going to need investors one day. So let's go through with this launch self-funded. Let's prove to people what we could do, what this brand is capable of. Let's and find out then, where that bar can be set. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's gauge that. And then from there we can take all of our information and, you know, find the right partner to partner with or people to also see the same vision. And I would have never come to terms with that if it wasn't for Patrick, to be honest. Yeah. Same. Wow. I love that. I think that's the coolest story. What are some other things you've learned business-wise that are just like blew your mind? I keep saying team. Like we are only a fraction of this brand, which I even explained in some of my videos, you know, in the end, if there is problems with it, we're the faces of it. So it's going to fall on us. However, there is a really large brand behind the scenes. Oh, one thing I've learned is, which another obvious one, like just because you're paying a lot of money for a service doesn't mean it's the best. So I think a lot of people, you know, getting into a business, you're like, oh, I have to have hire the best photographer. I have to hire the most expensive stylist or the most expensive person to create the website. When in reality, like, obviously that's not the case, but we've definitely learned that firsthand Mm -hmm. of just because we were paying the highest price for someone who was more qualified. I honestly think we could have gotten a better outcome with someone who maybe was starting out and had a more of a hunger for it. 
Yeah, I was, I'm going to piggyback off of that. I feel like for me, something that I learned was figuring out like exactly what our talents were mm-hmm. and really leaning into those. And then the areas where it, it would have been more half-assed or I would have had to kind of fake it a little bit, just completely giving it to someone way more qualified and then allowing myself to like sit and watch them and learn from them. Like we hired um, a girl to work full-time for parallel. And when she first came on board, half of the stuff she said just went straight over my head. Like I had no idea what she was talking about. And now like moving forward, I've been able to like (laughs) help her and like have full conversations about the clothes with her. Whereas before, like I had no idea and we were supposed to do that on our own. Yeah. Even, um, for instance, we both planned on hiring out to edit the videos that were going on our YouTube channel. We definitely had help. You know, TK was helping me. I even had another editor help me just rough cut because we had days of footage to go through of two years worth. But in the end, we were working with a production company who, who are great. But it was interesting because we ended up editing those videos pretty much ourselves because we realized like we know our voice and we know our audience and- And it's our channel. And it's our channel. Like we have to have that personal touch to it Another instance where, you know, we just because we're hiring it out, my whole team knows I'm picky, so they will not care of me saying this. <laughs> I got the videos back and I was like, I can't. Like, I could not upload this. It feels like it a just commercial. Felt very produced. It, 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 it didn't feel yes. like Alicia. Same for me. Exactly. And um, the company we worked with, we, I still love. They did everything on the website. It looks amazing. But when it came to Alicia Marie and my channel, it was so, so different. And I'm so glad that we were able to, to have that moment and realize, you know what? It's worth to waste the money. And, you know, we've already paid them to do it. Who cares? Let's just start from scratch because there's a reason why our channels are all special. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why brands want to work with you and you and me. Like there is something special to that. So I think so many influencers, myself included, you're so excited to hand it off and just pay for someone to do it because there's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. We edited that video for two months straight. Like the one that went on my channel, you were working on yours for pretty much the same amount of time. Yeah. But there's a reason why. It was a collective thing. Like we sat and watched Alicia is the one that they put together for Alicia. And I was like, that's not. Not it. It was, that's not, it was it's cute. Just not, no, it was great. It, it was, was a great. wonderful video, but it just wasn't. It, it didn't feel like your channel. No. When like the whole point of the channel is for it to feel like you. Right. Mm-hmm. So that I feel like was so, yeah. a big moment where we were like, okay, we are going to make room in the schedule to edit all of this ourselves. We've learned so much. Another thing we learned was, you know, we initially hired someone to be the head of marketing and it quickly, her job changed to the head of operations because we are doing the marketing ourselves. Yeah, And it's funny because obviously it doesn't feel like that because to us, we're just making YouTube videos. However, but it very much is. Marketing. But it was. Yeah. So it was interesting figuring out, again, going off of what you said, our strengths, our weaknesses, where do we need help? Let's hire that out quick mm-hmm. um, with someone who understands that world. And yeah, also um, the shoot day, something that we all kind of agreed on, Alicia, me, TK, was that we're going to, obviously we hired a team to to help do the shoot and run everything. Um, but we were like, we're very much aware that we are influencers. Our whole like platform, our audience is all online. Um, that includes TikTok, that includes Instagram, like all of those things. Um, so we went in with the full intention of like not wasting a second. So no. if there was a model sitting, she was filming a TikTok. Like we were all rotating, taking turns, constantly getting... Um, content yeah. for socials because we were we all agreed we were like it takes one viral TikTok 
to sell out. That's more valuable. We'd rather have that than like a nice photo, you know, even though we need the photos. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. It's insane. We went into it. We were like, okay. I literally wrote up these like page documents for everyone. Um, My more of our personal team, like you, TK, my assistant. And I had the, all their to-do list basically for the shoot, their role, everything. And at the end, it was all bold, all caps. I was like, if anyone tells you to stop shooting, don't, unless you look at me and I say, stop shooting. <laughs> Cause I was like, I don't want any like photographer or someone who's getting something to be like, oh, you need to move. Or I'm like, no, the, the TikTok's more valuable to me. Like yeah. that's why we're here. And it was just funny. Cause we always laugh about that. Yeah. Like, so we really leaned into down. what we're good at. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. Yeah. And a viral TikTok will do wonders. Oh my right. God. It is crazy. Okay. When you guys are looking to hire, what are you looking for? Like characteristic wise? One Ooh. thing I loved that the girl who we ended up hiring did on the interview was one, just asking us a shit ton of questions. She was so interested to know who else we already had on the team, what her exact role would be. You know, she already had experience. That was a non-negotiable. We interviewed probably like seven people yeah, um, for this role. And some of them, it was just so interesting, again, being on the other side of what was so just half-assed. Obviously, we're in, it was all over Zoom, but some people not even knowing who we were. And I was like, damn, if we're giving you, you know, a, a salary, you know, like at least do your research, like the tiniest. That's re- like the lowest of low standards. Bare minimum. It was interesting because I think if I was hiring more of an assistant role, I would have been more open, you know, just but to me, I'm like, if you're going to be the head of our baby that we've worked on for two years, like you have to wow us and. Um, also, we I think both of us, our personalities in general, we need people that are a little more assertive and that do mm-hmm. ask those questions. And she was asking questions that I had to look at our manager and be like, do you know the answer to that? Like, you know, um, but like me and her or me and Alicia, I feel like need that because that kind of pulls that side out of us. Mm-hmm. Even though the other people we interviewed were great, they seemed very kind of laid back and didn't really assert themselves. Yeah. We just need proactive. We just need proactive. I I just don't want to have to give you a to-do list. You know, I want you to say, Hey, I took initiative. We need this done. I already did it. You know, like that's what we need. I want to talk about your confidence journeys because obviously sexy as is, I think is really cool. I also think it's cool that you guys were able to come out immediately with such a like wide size range. That's very cool. Um, how, how have you guys gained confidence throughout the years? I don't even know. Are we there yet? <laughs> Just kidding. Honestly, we both have had a huge self-confidence and self-love journey. Um, our our slogan, our motto is sexy as is because we've all tried the juice cleanses and every single thing to feel, you know, I think there's a difference between if you have an event coming up and you just want to feel your best. So you work out for that or versus, you know, you have a bikini shoe and you are trying to change your body type. And I think I've fallen into that toxic, toxic world of not just feeling good enough at all. And then you look back and you realize I've wasted all my life not feeling good enough. When am I actually just going to accept my body? You know, when am I just going to say, you know what, screw you if my standards aren't not standards. What it really took for me was my personal own fitness journey. Mm -hmm. I went in to get healthy. I ended up going down to like 12% body fat, which is weightlifting type, you know, Mm -hmm. super body competition level of fat percentage. And even then I, my hormones were messed up. I felt the most insecure in my life. And, (laughs) And I, I just was not treating my body right whatsoever. And I remember then 
having that feeling of, you know what, if I go to all these showings or red carpets and I still feel insecure, screw that. Like, yeah. screw, like, screw everyone. You know what I mean? All the like, hard work, the headaches from not it, it was just stupid. Well. It was so Dumb. toxic. It was so messed up. Um, and I'm in such a better state of mind now with all of that. I have a much better relationship with food. And I think I don't want everyone else to have to go through that of, you know, just that intensity of it all. Alicia and I both, cause we both went through that around the same time together. Just realizing that there is no goal that you're actually going to feel this kind of no. like confidence overwhelming. It's not a size. Yeah. That just like that all of a sudden you can walk out the door without thinking twice. Like that's just, never going to go away. But it, no, people just, we all idolize, you know, a size or a weight or a number. Why? Like yeah. it's so messed up. I don't, can I cause on here? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Like yeah. it's so, so Oh my God. So the whole point for us is we really just wanted this brand to be something that anyone can wear and feel just good about themselves. Like just yeah. feel good. Cause guys, we are all so sexy as we are. We're hot. We're beautiful. Like why we've obviously we've let the media made us feel less than, and mm. I'm just, I'm so over trying to fit into that. You know, my, I have an athletic body. I always will. Like I always will. I can't change that. Um, for years I wanted to change that. And it's, it's so toxic and it really honestly is so frustrating. And we, it was a no brainer for us to come out with plus sizes right away because again, we got to practice what we preach. You know, we can't say everyone's beautiful and not, you know, come out with other sizes and yeah. And full circle coming out of Patrick's meeting. One of the things he said was like, what do you want your brand to be? Like, what do you want it to stand for? What's the messaging behind it? That obviously was it. The sexy as is was the messaging behind parallel. Um, so that's why like right off the bat, we were like, we want to be as inclusive as we possibly can. Obviously we're just starting out. We can't go as high as we would love to. Another em way I empathize with brands more now is realizing, oh, if you do want to have an extended size range, like that is a lot more money. Yeah. You know, it's expensive. Yeah. Because I have like, obviously we have other friends who own brands. So yes. I only know that because of them. And they're like, it's not that I don't want to, it's just yes. that they can't afford it at the time. And that's something else that we obviously we were able to, mm -hmm. and we were financially able to do that. But I empathize more with brands now because I used to be way more judgmental of yeah. brands when I'd be like, mm, they only came out with like those noises. Yeah. They only go up to like XL, like why? Yeah, and then or, it's like, oh. And then realizing, yeah, you know, like there is, or like it is just more money, you know? And obviously um, that is something too, but yeah. yeah. Um, another huge thing we learned was um, that for plus sizing, it usually just kind of grades up to scale um, is what most companies will do with their clothing. And so we had been talking specifically about the plus size range and how we wanted to do it. And we wanted to do it really well, like the best we could. We have a dear friend of ours who is a professional plus and curve model. And um, she was super cool and was down to come in and just try on the clothes, see how it looks, like just give us some edits. We were stoked. We thought she's going to see it for the first time. She's going to love it. You know, she did, but she came in and went off and it was very, it was a moment where like we, we told her not to hold back and she didn't. And she gave us a ton of edits on absolutely everything. And, and that, then but one of the side note, that is something that's so important. You have to have people who will tell you this yes. sucks. Not yes. People, not you know, yes. yes. Yeah. So it's so, so important. And she did, I would say 50% of it. She loved and 50% of it she hated we ended up scratching like three of the items because we were just like you know what we were gonna come out Did with it this. look good we're all at 
but it just didn't look good. It and we, look good. we yeah. couldn't come around to like how we could fit. And we were just like, you know what? Let's just scratch this. Like, yeah. I love what you said about the whole guest moon thing though. I think that translates to every single area of your life. Every single one. Okay, my last question, because obviously you're adding more to your plates and I love routines. Day to day, I know every day is different, but like, what are your routines? What are things you're doing every day to like set yourself up? Like even if it's a morning routine or whatever, but just day to day, like how are you handling this now as you're adding more to your plate? You have to like increase your capacity essentially. Mine's always kind of been similar to the schedule that it is now, but coming out of quarantine, it was a little more difficult, but adding parallel on top meant I just simply had to get up earlier. Um, and quarantine had, I had been sleeping in a lot longer as I think all of us were. Um, so I've been, I'm really into my workouts. I always have been, it gives me energy and it makes me feel good and confident throughout the rest of my day and just super productive. Just checking something off the list makes me feel super productive. So I've been waking up earlier. I've been getting my like Devo, my workout, like shower out of the way and like ready by like I don't know, 9.15-ish, which is a big deal for me compared to this last year. And I know a lot of people are listening and they're like, oh, that's not even that early, but like it is for me. So baby <laughs> no, steps. That's huge. That and like, I, I've always been really into my skincare. So I still, I still like skincare. Your skincare. Yeah. Honestly, I am still like being very honest. I'm still kind of exhausted <laughs> from everything. And I've been struggling now with being mad at myself for wondering, Alicia, why is it taking you twice as long to film a normal YouTube video? Or why are you, do you not have the energy to film a vlog or something? And I'm catching myself having to realize, okay, you're tired, you're exhausted, you need to rest. Still coming down from... And that's hard launch. for yeah. me because in my head, that launch was forever ago. <laughs> like, I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? I've, I've slept great last night, but I still struggle with that. I think the number one thing is, I mean, I could not do my life without my team in that sense. You know, um, even with pretty basic, we hired someone to be a full-time coordinator just to, you know, figure out the guest situation, figure out, um, payments, figure everything that goes into that, even just the creative behind some of that stuff. So I would say with pretty basic, I have been able to hand off a lot of stuff where I'm more so the talent, which has actually been extremely nice. Um, because so that machine's kind of nice and going, I feel like my own personal, um, brand for Alicia Marie has been honestly pretty good. I think that's where the most struggle is right now because literally yesterday it took me twice as long to film a normal video. And I'm like, Ooh, but I did end up hiring a, an, an editor for that, who I've been working with her for a few months now, who I love. Um, so I've just been delegating. I think that's the only way that's been helpful. And then now I'm just trying to actually take that intentional time to rest. Delegating is also huge for you. It's I know, you know, deal. because I remember a few years ago, this was pre TK even. Yeah. And that was like the number one thing. I remember I like, us I having edit. conversations. I was like, but maybe you should hire someone. Yeah. Was like, I no. just can't let it go. <laughs> yeah. It was an ego thing. It definitely was a, everyone else is just hiring someone, but like, I'm going to do it myself type thing. However, I will say after editing the documentary video for parallel on my channel, I love editing and yeah. I'm, I'm good at it. Which I think is, I can finally yeah. say, Oh my gosh, I am good at this. Like I'm talented with this, but that's where I think it comes down to like, because you are the boss of your brand, you can be like, actually, I think I want to edit that one, Yeah, you know? Mm -hmm. And you can be like, that one I feel like needs to have my like flair to it and mm -hmm. you can give away the rest too, yeah. you know? And, and it's learning yeah. when to like pick and choose when you should and when you shouldn't. Yeah, so delegating for me has been mm -hmm. the yeah. number one. 
But thing. also, if you think about had you not delegated, there's no way you'd no be way. doing all this stuff now. No you know? way. And that's the reason why I even started delegating was because I realized, you know what? I cannot do YouTube for my whole life. You know, as much as I want to pretend that when I'm in my 40s, I'm still going to be getting millions of views. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen. Or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe maybe the mommy and me movement will <laughs> be, a, you know, <laughs> not, no, another, another wave. Another yeah, wave. Another maybe. Wave. Just wait. It's coming. So many phases. It's so, Alicia, yes. mommy and me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we love school Mom Alicia. Mom Alicia. Mom Alicia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but It'll point be like being. Beyonce Alicia. Literally. Yeah. I'll have the full, the full. But yeah, point being, um, yeah, I just realized, you know what? There's more to me than just making YouTube videos and I want to do Diversify. Things. Diversify. Mm-hmm. Okay, last question. Okay. So... I feel like there's a lot of people who want to actually like start a business or they talk mm-hmm. about it for so long. How did you actually, like, when were you like, I'm actually going to do this and stuck with it? Cause you guys talked about how many times you're like, I don't know if I can handle this. Yeah. And in those moments, I feel like that happens to everyone. Yeah. So how did you actually like push through that? What's funny is in the beginning, I had wanted to do this brand for a solid six or seven months. And I, couldn't picture it without Ashley. And the second that I knew she was going to do this with me, I think more than anything, it gave me that security of having someone by my side to go through it with. Cause I knew this was going to be a big thing. And the second we agreed to do it together and be co-founders, then this, it just, it, it was a no brainer. That's funny. Um, for me, I think because she had told me the, the footage of her telling me outside of the gym was mm-hmm. actual raw footage of me actually hearing it for the first time. Um, so what I was like, sure, like I'm down. That sounds, I was all in it. That sounds great. It wasn't until we got the trademark for me that I was yeah. like, oh, we're, we're doing this. Cause that if not, we just great. ate the money. And know? then there was a second time. So the trademark happened and I was like, cool. Like it was one of the first things that happened was we just happened to get parallel apparel, like right off the bat, which is such a random, weird fluke thing that never happens to companies. Um, so once that happened, I was like, okay, we're all in, we're doing the damn thing and we're moving forward. Obviously COVID hit and then a bunch of things happened. Um, and it wasn't until I think I started like wondering if it was actually going to happen because it was getting pushed and pushed and pushed. And then once we hired our head of operator operations, mm-hmm. that was another final. I was like, okay, we're this is happening. It's happening. Yeah. Those were two very big moments for me where I was like, oh, yeah, we, we're doing it. Yeah. But I think what's helped that, honestly, and my advice for anyone is just acknowledge the fact that you don't know everything and it's not going to be perfect the first time out. There's going to be feedback. You know, this is our first drop. And again, we've already learned so much and there's so much beauty in that and, and just knowledge and learning. And I think so many of us you know, are perfectionists and we want to put our best foot forward. But I think luckily opening up about that and saying that we, you know, whether it's we're nervous or we don't know if we're going to fail has given me full circle moment, so much freedom in feeling okay to fail because you know what? I, I'm not trying to act like I have my life together. You know, I'm sharing that we're nervous and we might lose all this money, but at least we'll learn from it. And I think that has given us so much freedom to not stress out too much about it. Yeah, I think we both went into this knowing that it was going to be a risk and it was it could very much not work out and that would be fine. But even if we could just cut even. Yeah. It's the, the amount success. of jobs that we've been able to make is yeah. so exciting. Like it's it's so that alone is liberating realizing holy shit, like I 
was able to create like that for someone that's yeah. amazing you and know we were talking about this recently like what success is to one person is so different to another person like it's relative and we did go into this thinking like okay for the next like five years if we simply like cut even like that's that's that's, that's success oh my god like it's working totally. and there's obviously an audience for it um and a customer base for it just being proud of where it's at right now. And I, I do see a, a big future for it. Yes. So. Have you gotten your PR yet? Uh, no, I haven't actually. Oh my God. I've been out of town though. I was okay. going to say, well, it might you, be there. <laughs> when you get back home, let me know. Okay, perfect. If perfect. not, I'll make sure you get it. But I'm excited for you to try it. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. I loved this episode. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, um, yeah. I love having you guys on. I guess you actually haven't been on the podcast. No. I, I was, was going to say, actually this so is my weird. first time. Um, I didn't know I was sitting next to an OG Alicia yeah. over here. She's yeah. the OG. The first one. I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where can they find you guys? Well, um, you can shop our new clothing brand at parallelapparel.com. And at Parallel Apparel everywhere. Yeah, we, thank God we were able to get that too. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Wild. Actually. That's awesome. Um, Parallel Apparel everywhere else, Instagram, YouTube channel, Twitter, and our personal stuff. You can check me out at Alicia Marie. And I'm Ash Nicole. No more XO. No, no more XO. XO. <laughs> I didn't realize... Oh. the movement the that the was move. going to come with the termination yeah. of XO, the amount of DMs that I got oh, was ridiculous. I'm, I'm pretty over. sure they all came from TK. Well, Kenzie was, had a sign on the corner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, was, yeah exactly. She no, was I was singer. with Phil the other night and we were talking about it. I'm yeah. like, oh, no more XO. Like, yeah. I don't know what it is. I went to tag you in something and I, it just felt wrong. Yeah, like, it was, it's been there from the beginning and the full story, and I'll keep it short, is like, there's a ridiculous amount of Ashleys out yes. there trying to find a, a YouTube channel. Um, for me, like that handle was so hard. And we ended up just like adding an XO just to get the handle because there I couldn't come up with any other yeah. thing. And I don't oh, like I the, the XO. XO. I love the XO. I hated it. I was like, because <laughs> I don't like this. Like it just feels <laughs> yeah. weird. But then it became its own thing. And so I finally was able to switch it. So we did. <laughs> the backlash was ridiculous. It really. Ash Nicole XL. We're going to make merch. Yeah. We're going to bring back the XO. Yeah, please bring back the XO. <laughs> okay, well, thank you guys for coming on. No, thank uh, you so much for having us. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation with Alicia and Ashley. Now, um, I'm actually welcoming you guys onto the show. If you didn't know, we have a new segment where you guys can do a little call in. You call this number that's on our Instagram, leave a voicemail uh, with a question, advice, whatever you want, and then I answer. Hey, Kenzie. Um, first of all, love this segment on the podcast. Super excited to be calling in today. Um, I just have to know what Enneagram type you are. You give me very much three wing two vibes, but I just want to know if you've explored that or any other personality test since I know you're super into self-growth and furthering your mind and emotional intelligence. And I feel like I've achieved a lot of that through the Enneagram and just getting to know myself better. And so if you have explored the Enneagram, kind of what has been your take aways from that and have you used it in any relationships in your life because I know it's definitely helped me in my friendship relationship thanks love you so much oh my god have I taken the Enneagram yes actually I think for a solid year of this podcast the Enneagram was brought up on every single episode back in the day yes I am an Enneagram three wing two I am pretty much the like poster child at this point if you guys are unaware the Enneagram 
is a personality test that you guys need to take. But the three is the achiever. The two is the supporter, AKA I like achieving. And then I want to make all of my friends achieve as well. And actually majority of my closest girlfriends are either threes or twos. I would say honestly, probably like 85% of them. So if you guys are listening, be sure to go take your Enneagram. Actually, let us know on the Instagram. We'll put up an ask box or like a question or something. And we can all talk about it. I'm actually curious, what is the most popular Enneagram number for podcast listeners? So definitely let us know on the Instagram. Anyways, that is it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. As always, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Leave a nice rating and review. Check out our YouTube channel, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook group, um, newsletter, all of that stuff. I love you guys so much and I'll talk to you soon.